Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Warmbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Hey friends, Heather and I here to have another great show. And last week we talked about the market update and Mm -hmm. what's happening in Nashville And today we're going to talk a little bit about what we as agents and brokers are doing to navigate the new normal. And is it the new normal? And what's happening? What is an anomaly? And what are some good checkpoints that we can all be talking about and and doing to be the most productive and value-add realtors out there? Yes. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. I hope you're doing great. Yeah. It's a beautiful day in Nashville. Yes. Yay. 100 degrees, but a beautiful day. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so last week we were talking about what's happening in the market. And Mm -hmm. what we said was that the brakes weren't put on, but we took the foot off the gas. It felt like mid-May to mid-June, just a sort of recap of what went on there. And, you know, and everyone started adjusting with rising interest rates, with the economy, with inflation. Buyers really started pulling back just a little bit and reevaluating the market. Sellers, on the other hand, got an instant wake-up call, but not all sellers are ready or were ready to receive that information and still feel like we're in that vortex of crazy. Mm -hmm. We can all say with confidence that we're no longer in that crazy, but everything is still selling. It is. And it's in such, to me, now that it's a little bit more stable, I mean, we're still getting multiple offers, not on everything. But things are still going along swimmingly. They are. And, you know, when I was, I was thinking about this show, I thought for agents who have been licensed, let's just say less than three years, mm-hmm. they may have thought the last, what would you say, two years, maybe mm-hmm. a little over two years was the norm. Yeah. And now moving into August and into the fall, I thought, oh my goodness, what are they thinking? Yeah. They may be panicking. They may be wondering what is going on. Has my business just died? And I say we're here to remind them that no, I think we're returning back to kind of where we were pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it is normalizing. And this is a great time to revisit some of the things that we've talked early on in the show um, with being consistent and then not panicking. That's right. And Heather and I have done shows already Two seasons ago on consistency is key. And at the beginning of 2022, we did a show on panic and what to do. And these all just go together, especially this time of year, Mm -hmm. where historically July and August do slow down in Nashville and Middle Tennessee. And I used to panic. Oh, my God. I yeah. thought my my career was over every from July 4th to Labor Day. <laughs> and I feel like this year we've just gone back to what is historically normal mm-hmm. in the marketplace. So we're just going to try to give you guys some tips on what you should be doing during this time and possibly even talking points that you can have with your clients to help A, either ease their fears or B, talk them out of the clouds. If you have right. a seller that really still has their heads in the cloud and living in the two-year vortex of May 2020 to May 2022, 
you need to bring your value to them to understand what's truly happening in the market. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we always talk about is your business plan. Yeah. Do you have a business plan? What are you doing consistently to ensure that not only do you have the business at hand right in front of you today, but what have you been doing to make sure you have business in 30 days, 45, 60 days for the next six months? Right, right. And maybe you had a business plan two years ago. Yeah. And then you got so busy yeah. <laughs> that you were just really putting out fires and you seeing an offer deadline that was in three hours and just running and gunning. Yep. And now you have a little bit of time to breathe, mm -hmm. pull out that business plan. Hopefully you have one. Mm hmm and really kind of be intentional about what you're doing in your business. And I feel like for me personally, that's when I've been able to do. I mean, I feel like my business has been steady, but it has certainly slowed down mm -hmm. from where it was. And that's when I've been able to do. And now that I'm entering year six, I can kind of appreciate it. I feel like this is going to be really good for me because I can be a little bit more intentional and things aren't so frantic. Right. So I think some good tips right now to talk about if your business, if you felt like, okay, either I'm in the doldrums of the season or man, I'm really in a slump. One thing I would encourage you to do is look at who is currently in your pipeline and who was in your pipeline who may have stepped aside mm -hmm. and start thinking about that. And whether you create, I use a Excel spreadsheet called business tracker where I've got my hot leads, warm leads and just sort of out there, almost cold leads, but I still try to, they may just be cold right now. Right. Right. And then I've got my closed sale category of how I've taken each client or each house from cold to closed. Mm -hmm. And so that's a great way to start is looking at who's in your pipeline. If you have no one in your pipeline, if you're that new and have no one in your pipeline, then really start looking at your database. Look at the people who are in there who you think are going to be card-carrying fans mm -hmm. of yours and or people you want to be in there. And what kind of value can you bring to them? Right. A Business Journal article was just published on an interview that I had with conversations that you could be having. So some value adds you can be bringing right now is, hey, our market is still solid. It's stable. It's normalizing. We have moved beyond that you know, upward ski slope of appreciation, but our appreciation is normalizing. Yeah. So I don't want you to be scared thinking you missed any opportunity. Our values have been reset. And if you price it well, I know you stepped to the sidelines because the market was too hot. Now may be the right time to re-enter. Another conversation could be, hey, inventory in your neighborhood is, you know, you're in a 250 home neighborhood and there's only two houses on the market in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And this is a desirable neighborhood. If you've considered selling, now may be a great time because guess what? I can find you someplace to go. Whereas this time last year, it may have been so challenging for someone to find someplace to go because they couldn't write an offer without a home sale contingency. Right. So identifying all of that. And if you have a geographical farm, you know, focusing in and knowing that piece of your business mm -hmm. inside and out. What are your days on market? What, how many are on the market? What's the percentage they're selling for under list or over list? Do renovated homes sell better than non-renovated homes? All those kind of things are just really important value adds. And read, read about what's going on all over, you yeah. know, but especially hone your skills and educate yourself. Right, right. And be consistent with that message and into your sphere. 
Yep. Which I feel like could have fallen aside a little bit in the last two years. Maybe you weren't sending out if you do newsletters or if you do postcards or the handwritten notes. Maybe that wasn't happening as consistent um, as you wanted it to. So now's the time, if you have a little bit of time, to start doing those things. Yeah. It's never too late to get back on the horse. Right. I mean, we all go through those periods. It's funny. We go through those periods where you're so busy, you just hope that you tighten the screws on your neck so your head doesn't fly off. Yeah. And then you go through those periods where you're in such a slump. You're like, oh my God, what am I even doing in this business? Am I ever going to get out of this? Two things I do consistently, but this sort of goes along with consistency is key. When I go through a slump or one of the agents at the Wilson Group are going through the slump, and I've talked to you all about this before, you know, reading some great books, like mm-hmm. The Greatest Salesman That Ever Lived. Yes. That always is a slump puller outer as is Miracle Mornings for Realtors. Yes, that's a good one. And then I recommend taking a class. Mm -hmm. Now that classes are back live and they're not all online classes, when you go to a continuing education class, especially one on working with buyers, uh, working on listings, marketing, whatever the case may be, not only are you having the opportunity to engage with other agents and feel their energy, but you're learning something. And if you can just take away two new ideas from a class to implement into your business, that could be a game changer for your business. Yeah. I just did that on GNAR. I just went through the class list Uh and just booked myself. I knew I needed to get some hours. Mm -hmm. And so I booked one on investing and another one. I can't remember the, the topic, but you know, I'm excited to do those things, Yeah, which before I feel like I'd I wasn't going to be able to show up because things were going on. Well, that's right. And to Heather's point, you just didn't know, you know, a listing could come up and yes, you had so to be quick. there at two o'clock, mm-hmm. you know, or that was the only time your buyer had right. to would have to be there. Some other consistent things you need to be doing is how do you sustain your business? And we've talked about before, always be thinking that 45 to 60 day out. If you're working with two or three buyers and a seller right now, you may be so overwhelmed, you don't know which way is up. You have to figure that out on how you can continue to fill your pipeline with making sure that you always have people you're working with so that you're always closing. Right, right. And I think we're going to have Kelly back on yes. um, this season, and she's going to talk a little bit about that with treating your business like a business. That's right. <laughs> so I can't wait to have her on. That's right. So another thing is don't give up. Yeah. We are, especially the agents who've been in the market or in the industry for less than three years, because things have been so crazy, when they normalize, you may think that you don't have a shot. Keep working, keep Mm -hmm. doing the things you need to be doing to grow your business and don't give up. Real estate is so interesting because you do not have to show up at your office. Right. So many people choose to work out of their home and that's totally fine. But if you're not doing the work, you know, if you're, you know, watching TV or playing video games or whatever for, <laughs> you know, till lunchtime yeah. and you're not doing the work, well, you may not succeed in this business. You do have to be somewhat mm-hmm. of a self-starter to be in this business and work it like an eight hour work day. Start yes. your day at what, at the right time and end the day at the right time, but consistently create your work day and create Mm -hmm. that flow. Yeah. I say real estate is a lifestyle Mm -hmm. and it took me a little bit to kind of wrap my head around what does that look like? Yeah. But, you know, I don't feel like I have an eight to five or an eight to six. Um, I feel like 
it's a lifestyle. It's what I live and do every day. Yep. And that nothing could be further from the truth or nothing could be closer to the truth, actually. <laughs> uh, nothing could be closer than the truth yeah. other than real estate as a lifestyle. It is. Because going to the grocery store is an opportunity to meet someone who's thinking about buying or selling. Mm-hmm. Every minute of every day really is an opportunity that something's going to happen. Right, right. And you'll get those phone calls yeah. at eight o'clock at night or 730 at night. Right. And someone interested in a property. So yeah, just be working your sphere and know that it's a lifestyle. And if you're doing all of those things consistently. Consistently, yeah. yeah. And the other thing on that piece is a lot of people are slow to return their phone calls. Mm. If you return your phone calls, your texts, your emails in a timely fashion, that will speak volumes for you as a professional as well. Mm -hmm. I can't believe how many people say, oh my God, thanks for calling me back so soon. Or thanks for calling me back. Yeah. You know? And so... So be conscientious and courteous and professional and return any outreach within, you know, if it's a, we all get a thousand calls a day about someone wanting to buy your property. <laughs> those, we do. You know, just, you can let those go unless you really want to sell your property. But always having your head in the game professionally and understanding that the two lifestyle and your profession Y'all, y'all can't see me doing this like hand hand <laughs> She's movement. Interweaving that, her interweaving. hands. That's the word. I was like, I feel like a genie right it's now. The perfect motion. <laughs> to I could be belly dancing right now. Who <laughs> yeah. knows? Who knows what I'm doing? And back to reading good books. Find inspiration. Mm-hmm. I think a great way to find inspiration if you're not a reader and you're more of a social media person is find realtors or motivators, whether they're in this market or maybe it's someone in Charleston, South Carolina, that you like what they're doing, Mm -hmm. but follow them. And maybe that provides you with some inspiration on how to make your listing shine or, oh, that's a good way to go meet buyers. Yeah, You know, I'm a big fan of ABC University. Well, why don't you join that alumni group? Mm -hmm. That's a great way to meet people. Joining groups, and we've talked about this before in networking, but joining groups that can help you in your business, but also that you have a passion for, right? will do wonders for growing your business. Yeah, I need to do that. I've been in a social media slump all summer. Oh, have, well, <laughs> yeah. having like a hundred kids, uh, well, four, but still. It feels like a hundred. It feels like a hundred. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> I did make my first TikTok though on a listing that I had. And so my daughter was in awe. Of, I'm um, in awe. I have one TikTok. Oh my yes. gosh. I'm not in it though. It's just the house. Oh my gosh. I cannot but wait to see that. It took me an hour, but you know, I was like, I'm going to have to speed this up if I'm going to do it again. Well, the only time I go on TikTok <laughs> is when my goddaughters send me videos that they've uh-huh. done and I'm just dying. They're so funny. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. I try it, to stay off. <laughs> social media is a rabbit hole. I, I try to, I try to stay off of it too. <laughs> but another way to stay consistent is get help. Yeah. In your office, absolutely. you have your broker mm-hmm. or brokers, you have office managers, you may or may not have marketing people, and you have colleagues in the office, Mo- at least at the Wilson Group. I just feel like there's always a colleague who is so willing to help you. Yeah, Maybe I'll go preview listings together or go grab a drink after work or just talk about what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Go to broker open houses together. But finding that camaraderie with um, one of your agents in the office really, really can help pull you out of a slump and also make you excited to go to the office. The energy in the office is so important to making sure you are consistent in doing your business. Absolutely. Now, if one of your helpmates or colleagues at your office just complains about everything, that may not be the best fit. But yeah. for the most part... 
I would say 95% of realtors are pretty positive. Yeah. It's we, energizing. It's energizing. To the yeah. And, and, you know, just come in with a smile on your face, an upbeat attitude. And what can I do today to yeah. make a difference? I mean, always be thinking about what one thing can I do today that's going to help my business. Right. And if you are not at a brokerage with a marketing director or a department like that. Move to one that has one. Yeah. Kelly Butler saves me. I know I cannot brag on her enough, but she just did two postcard mailers for me. That were stunningly beautiful. They were there. And, and I get great feedback yeah. from them. Um, she's done an, a full page ad for me recently. So she helps. Those are things I'm not good at. Right. I don't, it would take me two days to right. do what she can do in 10 minutes. That's right. So she's awesome with helping me continue to be consistent. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. So let me speak to what Heather's talking about here too. So she, for the past six years, has consistently marketed to her children's school. Her mm-hmm. kids are involved in sports. She's taken advantage of utilizing the sports programs, the website, whatever she can do to really show the Wilson Group Real Estate Services and Heather Warmbrod as one and the same. And she has gotten a ton of business through that. Mm-hmm. Now, if she was a one-hit wonder with that and did it five years ago but didn't do it again, the likelihood of her getting any type of response on that is going to be slim. Right. But because it's been consistent it's been now a long-term for six investment. Years, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a long-term investment. When people see you, they think real estate and they think sports at your kid's school mm-hmm. because they know how plugged in and involved you are. Yeah. And I just love that because when I think of that school, I think of Heather. Oh, it's well, true. Good, good. It's true. Well, I have to thank Kelly because she has helped me she, do this over the years or I would be sitting there going, okay, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I'm not sure how to do right. it. Well, today in sales <laughs> meeting, we were talking about how Kelly has helped so many of us with our online newsletters mm-hmm. as well. And she helps you set it up. She can help feed you content and then teach you how to look at the analytics of it all to see who you're reaching, who you should be focusing your time on, Mm -hmm. who consistently opens those things. Guys, so critical to your business to know who your market is and quantify where those dollars are coming from because those are dollars well spent when you're getting that return. If you're just going out completely and never endingly to the black hole, you're consistently wasting your time. Yeah. All of those stats will tell you who are your card carrying, what did you call them? Card carrying fans. (laughs) Card carrying fans. I love card carrying fans. (laughs) Yeah. Because you can see who is always opening up your newsletters. That's right. And I tell you, once you've been in the business a while, and I'll use Heather six years, and you start getting those repeat clients. I have a closing on Friday, and this will be my ninth closing with these particular clients. We've been working together since 2009. And they are wonderful. And they tell everyone about me. 
You know, yeah. they're just like, oh my gosh, this is who you've got to call. This is what you've got to do. And they keep coming back, but they stay on my mailing list. Yeah. I'm reaching out to them. I'm checking in with them. And that's what you have to do to sustain those relationships where mm-hmm. you do become the realtor for life. And, you know, and I'm not a overtoucher. You know, right. I'm a twice a year yeah. by mail. And then people are on my news. It's not even newsletter. It's news you can use. Which I love. Which yeah. I do too. We curate. I still part of that for my oh, newsletter. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> but we curate four articles um, every two weeks, send that out to the database. And, and they're typically real estate related and Nashville, Tennessee related where people can say, oh my gosh, that's just what I needed was that little bit of snippet mm-hmm. of what's happening in the marketplace. Yeah. So consistency, relationships, mm-hmm. keeping your head in the game, staying motivated, educating yourself. If you can continue to do these things will start happening. So let's talk now about the new market mm-hmm. and in consistently talking to your clients. So whether you're representing a buyer or whether you're representing a seller, it's critical to understand what's happening in the market. So with your buyers, so many buyers now are either nervous that the interest rates are maybe going to come down or maybe go way up. Right. Help them understand historically where interest rates are. Mm-hmm. Interest rates actually just ticked down a little bit they last They have. Week. I think so, it's been a shock to some people. Yep. It's because the mortgage industry built in those rates in March and I guess May when those rate yeah. hikes happened. They threw those mortgage rates up and yeah. now they're ratcheting back down. Uh, Kevin Watson spoke directly to that when he was on our podcast mm-hmm. um, last season. Yep. The end of last season that they had already accounted for future rate heights through the rest of the year, mm-hmm. I believe is what he yep. said. So he already said that. And so, you know, it, it's been nice to see that they've not taken a jump again. That's right. And also educate your buyers that although you may have time to think about making an offer on a listing. If it's a hot listing, it probably still will have multiple Mm -hmm. offers because inventory is still relatively low. It's much better than it was just in May. Right. But it's still low for what we need for a more of a balanced market. Mm -hmm. So being able to write a strong offer, but explain to the buyers, now I can put protections in there for you. Mm -hmm. We can have a home inspection. You don't have to waive appraisal. You know, unless you know it's a five offer situation. Right. But I feel like the buyers right now have an opportunity to think about it for at least 24 hours Mm -hmm. to make an offer. And so it's a great time to step back into the game. It is. And then for your sellers, you know, we just mentioned that some sellers have not yet grasped what the market's doing. And so they feel like if something sold for, let's say, Mm 600,000, in June, then they should probably be at 700000 in August. Right. Nothing could be further from the truth unless the market says that. So you have to really, you know, deep dive in yeah. on the data. You had a great example that you laid out in professional development. I was traveling in the car, but I was listening. Oh, I went you. back and listened to it. I love Heather. But, she makes me feel like such yeah. an impactful broker. <laughs> <laughs> it was great information. So you showed how you went back two years Not to look at pricing, right? But to look at days on market. And what was the other piece? It was really days on market and percentage of sale price. Yeah, that was it. Mm -hmm. Of of what the closed sale price was to the list price. Yeah, price adjustments. And that was really helpful for me to hear to think, okay, yes, that is a visual, that is data that I can take to a seller 
to say, this is where we've returned to, Mm -hmm. and here are the numbers that we need to be thinking about. And the great thing is, if you're going, in my example, I went to 2019 data. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to do a market analysis on this piece of property, looking back three months of sales. So I did this market analysis two weeks ago. So I went back into April. Things that had gone under contract pre, let's say May 20th, we were still in the in the vortex, the crazy, the freneticness. Man, late May and June, things had slowed down. So really deep diving on that. Mm-hmm. But the days on market for that time frame was at five days. I went back to pre-pandemic to that same time frame from April to July of 2019. And the days on market were 16 days. Yeah. You know, a year ago, 16 days would be like, what? What happened? You know, you're gonna, my hair's going to turn gray. Yeah. I've had a house on the market for 16 days. <laughs> 16 days on the market is a seller's market. Yeah. 30 days on the market is still a seller's market. So having those conversations with sellers to show them where we're going back to is just normalizing. We're not dying on the vine. We're not going to a buyer's market. It was a seller's market in 2019. Mm -hmm. Heck y'all, it's been a seller's market (laughs) since 2012 Yeah, in Middle Tennessee. I mean, it's just... Although yeah. y'all can't see what I just did when I did. <laughs> <laughs> Describe my, my, your emotions. I was just going upwards. All right. I did the interweaving and then the, <laughs> but it really has been a seller's market, but it's just been not as crazy as mm-hmm. the past two years. Yeah. So calming seller's fear, because so many are, are either saying, oh my God, did I miss the market? I'm like, no, your mar- the market's just been reset, Yeah. but you're not going to go crazy anymore. And guess what? It just takes one offer now. Mm-hmm. You may not get three, four, five, ten. Yeah. Let's be focused on getting one good offer and negotiating on that offer from a place of strength because you've got a great listing because you're doing what it's going to take to get your home sold because we're back to getting that house ready to go on the market, to cleaning the windows, to painting, to decluttering, to cleaning up your landscape, to replacing rotted boards yes. on the exterior. You know, you have to go back to those normal mm-hmm. things. And guys, you've got to have those conversations with your sellers. When a buyer now comes into a home and they see deferred maintenance or a cluttered home or a dirty home, they're going to go to the next one. Yeah. Because they have choices now. Still not a ton of choices. Right. But I've they're not going to be clamoring mm-hmm. or do, doing sight unseen offers. Right. Fix your landscaping, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wash your windows, please. Yes. Yeah. So, so many things have gone back to old school, but having those difficult conversations, actually, they shouldn't be difficult conversations. Right. It's they're just the very truth. common sense, mm-hmm. data backed, factual conversation with the seller to help position them in the best place possible to get the most money for the house with the best terms. Yes. That is why they're hiring you is to bring that value Mm -hmm. to them. I had a conversation with one of my sellers said, Hey, listen, I'm taking my friend hat off. I'm putting my realtor hat on. And if you don't do these items, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. If I'm saying this to you as a friend, you're going to think, Oh, you hate my house. But as your realtor, it's like, look, I know what it takes to get your home sold. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. And because a lot of our clients do become our friends. Mm-hmm. And y'all, if you're a brand new agent and you don't have a lot of experience with the conversations, you don't have a lot of closings to prove to your seller of how you're going to get it sold, talk to agents in the office about what they've done and bring the experience of the office as your ammunition. Mm-hmm. You know, well, my agency has this many listings on the market, you know, because at the Wilson Group, we've got it. Well, we always wish we had more listings. I mean, we still don't have enough listings. But we all have plenty of sales under our belts that we can explain to our sellers what's happening. Yeah. So anyways, great time to buy a home. Great time to sell a home. 
And as realtors out there, it just feels good to be able to breathe a little bit with your client. I agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right, Heather, what else do we have on this consistency and, and realtor market update? I just say relax, enjoy this time, focus on that business plan, bring back the office day if it's gone to the wayside and be consistent, set those goals. Now's the best time to do that. I agree. Set those goals. I know we'll have a goal setting session episode at some point, but nonetheless, it's always great to be able to provide information that we hope is helpful to you in your business and in your conversations. And if you have any questions or have any topics you want to talk about, you can always email Heather and myself podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com. We will answer every question. And if you have an idea for an episode that you'd like to hear, we're always grateful to do that as well. So have a great day. We're here for you. Bye guys. Recognized as a nationally ranked top 150 accounting firm, Alexander Thompson Arnold CPAs serves Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Mississippi by providing accounting, tax, and consulting services for clients ranging from small to medium-sized businesses. ATA offers several services other than traditional accounting to the Nashville area, such as technology solutions, litigation support, business valuations, marketing strategies, HR consulting, retirement plans, and third-party administration. Contact ATA partner David Hart by calling 615-662-2727 or visit them online at atacpa.net. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time.